What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the Two Man Power Trip. Chad and John, the Two Man Power Trip. That's uh, that's an awesome uh, name for yourselves. Good. How you doing, Chad? Hey, John. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? This is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. This is Scotty Riggs, and you're listening to the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. Hey, man. What's up, guys? This is Homicide. Oh, that's my homie. Homicide with a big homie club. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> hey, this is David Penzer, and this is the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. Well, thank you. Thank you. Hear me. Fear me. What's going on, guys? This is a 7-foot, 330-pound DNA of TNA. That's right. My DNA is outer space. And you're listening to the two-man power trip of professional wrestling. You know, I, I don't do many wrestling shows anymore, probably because I'm a bit ignorant. You guys probably know 10 times more than I do. Great talking to you guys. It's been your pleasure. <laughs> They've worked in and around the wrestling business. They've studied thousands of hours of wrestling, and now they bring to you the greatest legends, Hall of Famers, creative minds, and both current and future stars of pro wrestling. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. This is the two-man power trip of wrestling brought to you today and powered by Collector's World in Annandale, Virginia. Our good friends over at Collector's World are having an awesomely huge cosplay event this coming Saturday at Collector's World in Annandale, Virginia. You can visit collectorsworldva.com for more information about that awesome event. And we can announce, because it's kind of short notice, but it's a really cool event that the two-man power trip of wrestling is going to be a part of. And that is bringing today's guest to Collector's World this coming Saturday. And John, you know who I am. My name is Chad. And our guest today is the original player from the Himalaya, Sanjay Dutt. And when you think about Sanjay Dutt, you think about a global performer and somebody who's performed literally all over the world. And figuratively, because he's uh, part of Global Force uh, Wrestling. But what do you think about Sanjay and the fact that he has been able to accomplish so much by becoming such a worldwide sensation? No doubt about that. And the greatest thing about him is not only is he a great wrestler, a great performer, a great worker, whatever you want to call it, is that he will literally travel the globe to spread the word about pro wrestling and make himself a huge international star which he has become i mean we talked to him in the interview about wrestling in india we talked to him extensively about wrestling in myanmar which i believe was formerly known as burma so it's just crazy all the places that he's worked and then you go and look at his career and, and all the different stops that he's made obviously tna ring of honor right now with global force uh, Rinka King in India. He has been literally everywhere. Zero One, Pro Wrestling Noah in Japan. I mean, everywhere they know the name of Sanjay Dutt. And that just goes out to show you what a great wrestler, performer, and worker he really is. Yeah, he definitely is. And it's funny because you know we're kind of pressed for time and we want to get the word out about this awesome event that's coming Saturday at Collector's World. But you, know, you and I can bounce back, back and forth about different things about the guests that we have on. 
And a guy like Sanjay is from an era of TNA where I know you and I were just really into TNA. And we did get a chance to sneak it in after we talked about a lot of the current stuff that Sanjay's working on. And I know you love it, and I know I love it too. And that is the hilarious X Division storyline with Kevin Nash from TNA about 10 years ago. So many different elements that you could pick out, but the comedy and the actual natural performance of everybody involved was just off the charts. And of course, Sanjay played such a huge role in that, you know, hilarious part of TNA. That was so great and so funny. And that was like when TNA was on a roll and like you, like you said, you were watching, I was watching. It was a lot more popular then, you know, for obvious reasons. But one of those obvious reasons is the paparazzi challenge series that they had going on with Kevin Nash. And then apart from that, the kind of end game to it was with Sanjay Dutt and with Jay Lethal. And it was so funny because not only was Nash hilarious, but those two are hilarious how they played off each other. And we talked to Sanjay in the interview about how him and Jay Lethal are great friends in real life. They're real best friends. They, you know, they just know each other so well. So when you throw Nash in the mix, it just, makes for a great chemistry and it was so funny because nash takes lethal who does this awesome macho man impersonation he's the macho man so then with sanjay he's saying i don't know what to do with him what do i do so he takes him he's diesel one week he's oz one week he's any vegas one week just so funny and then obviously eventually leads to the, the guru gimmick which we talked to sanjay in the interview a little bit about which was pretty funny and it wasn't so much of the guru as it was more of a con man. So it just everything that they did at that point was so funny, so hilarious. And I really feel like that point with Nash, Jay Lethal, and with obviously Sanjay Dutt, TNA was on fire. Oh, on fire to say the least. And it was so cool. And it was such a great part of TNA's early history. And having a guy like Kevin Nash interacting with those X Division folks, it kind of gave them, you know, the old rub, as they say. And it was such a good part of TNA. But... Sanjay Dutt, a lot of people, and I actually made this mistake too, recognize him as a TNA X Division champion because you think about it, he's so synonymous with the X Division. He's been back for X Division events, but he's probably the most well-known TNA X Division talent to never win the X Division title. And are you surprised at how many people make that connection? Because I, kinda, I threw myself off by not knowing that. So funny because... He even says in the interview that he forgot about it because he's like, oh, my God, you're right. Because he was he himself knew that he was so synonymous with TNA and with the X Division. And I was trying to remember. I was like, man, he did win it. No, he didn't. I was going back and forth. And, I, you know, I looked it up. I was like, damn it, he never did. And I was thinking to myself that so many people throughout the years, you know, even now, think that he won the TNA X Division title because he is so synonymous. Not only did he have all those – great great matches with a ton of guys i mean jay lethal aries shelly i mean every guy aj daniels i mean all the awesome guys in the exhibition that he was in there with and competing with it's like shocking that he didn't win it because you just think like oh, another awesome performance another awesome title match another challenge so it was kind of crazy and kind of funny when you think about it that he never actually won the x title but even he himself was a little bit confused yeah, it's very confusing, and I can completely uh, agree with him on that, because like I said, I was completely thrown off when I was preparing, thinking that he would have at least won it, you know, knowing TNA, at least six times, because everybody kind of held that title a, a couple times, but, you know, another thing that I think is really cool about him, and before we get to kind of throwing it over to the interview... Another thing that you and I kind of discussed before we went on was Ring King, and Sanjay played a huge part in that, and I think it was like, you know, if you think about now, we talk about online 
ways to watch wrestling. Rink of King was really ahead of its time, and this is only a few years ago, that it, you had to go out of your way to find it. And people did go out of their way to get it online, but if you go back and watch it, it still holds up as being probably one of the best wrestling programs of the last decade. Yeah, Rinky King is great. And it's kind of, like you said, it's kind of forgotten about or kind of hard to find or whatever. But those who did find it, and obviously in India, like we talked to Sanjay, 18 to 19 million people are watching an episode of the series. So people did find it over there. But over here, obviously, a little bit different, a little bit harder to find. But it was definitely great, and I feel like it was great because they had so much great talent there, but it was almost like Jeff Jarrett was in charge but kind of left alone to do his own thing and do some things a little bit differently. In, in some other terms, do some things a little bit old school, but overall I thought Ring of King was really cool and real different promotion that probably should have and could have lasted longer had it not been for the uh, MMA influence over there in India. But like Sanjay says, it was a great experience, and it was one of the you know one of the most fun and best times of his wrestling career. I completely agree. And you said Double J, and you said MMA, very close together, and it got me <laughs> it got me thinking about when we had Jeff Jarrett on, and I uh, had to mention Double J MMA, and that was just another shameless way to talk about that hilarious thing Jeff Jarrett did. Uh, well, remember what he said. If, if you mention Double J MMA, you got to mention that he's undefeated. That's very true. That's very true. And if you mention Double J and you mention Sanjay Dutt, you think about Global Force Wrestling. And hopefully we will have Sanjay back to talk about Global Force in greater detail. But he did get into it. And John, really quick before we get to the plugs and throw it over the interview, where do you see Global Force Wrestling the next year? Because Sanjay is such a huge part of it. Obviously, he's one of their champs right now. But where do you see them going in the next couple of months? And are we finally going to see the Global Force Wrestling product hit the airwaves? I have a real strong feeling, and even just judging from what Sanjay said, too, gives me even a stronger feeling that I feel like we're going to see some global force on TV somewhere, whether it's a digital platform, whether it's streaming or whatever. Maybe it's a traditional TV outlet. Who knows? But I think we're going to see global force on TV. I think we're going to see Amped TV, the wrestling show that they have uh, out there. And I think they're going to do some big shows. And I think uh, I plan on... um, them coming back for some more house shows like they did back in January in the New York, New Jersey area. So I really see big things on the horizon for Global Force, and I really hope to because uh, some wrestling that's on TV nowadays isn't as fun, isn't as exciting, and isn't as good as it once was. So why not throw out there a league like Global Force ran by a genius like Jeff Jarrett and throw out some great wrestlers like, you know, the PJ Blacks of the world, the Chuck Taylors, the Jigsaws, some guys you may never heard of, and then you throw them in there with a guy like Sanjay Dutt, who's just uh, one of the best in the business. Absolutely, completely agree. And Sanjay has some great insight as to what he sees happening with Global Force Wrestling in the coming months. But, John, let's talk about it really quick, and that is this coming Saturday, there's a huge event at our favorite little collector shop here in Northern Virginia, and it's Collector's World. They have a really cool thing going that comic books are 50% off all day. They're having a huge cosplay event. And if you don't know what cosplay is, look it up. It's when people dress up as their favorite superhero, movie star, character, whatever you want to call it, pro wrestler. Come dressed in costume to Collector's World, and they'll really treat you very specially. But go to CollectorsWorldVA.com and learn all about the big event this coming Saturday, February 27th. And you'll be able to meet Sanjay Dutt from 11 to 1. And you can go to our Twitter, at Two Man Power Trip, or at Wrestling Pal. Or you can go to Sanjay Dutt's Twitter, at Sanjay Dutterson, and find out all about that. But, John, 
That's enough out of me. Hit them with a little bit of two-man power trip of wrestling business. Tell them where they can find us. I already gave them one little indication, but tell them where they can find us and throw it on over to Sanjay Dutt. Yes, now for some TMPT business, like Chad said, you can follow us on Twitter at WrestlingPal and at Two Man Power Trip. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave us a review. We would love to hear your feedback. Also, while you're on there, check out the feed for prior great episodes with the late, great American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, the legend himself, Harley Race. Bob Backlund, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, Matt Morgan, Pete Gass, and so, so, so many more. So please check us out on iTunes. Also, don't forget to check us out on the I-95 Sports Network. And also check out our website, tmptofwrestling.com. That is tmptofwrestling.com. Also, don't forget about booking. Yes, if you wanted to book Kevin Thorne, a.k.a. Mordecai, a.k.a. Kevin Fertig, please email us at bookings at tmptofwrestling.com. That is bookings at tmptofwrestling.com. And also, if you want to become a member of the Bite Club, check out Kevin Thorne's page on Pro Wrestling Tees. That is prowrestlingtees.com for all your Kevin Thorne needs. And now, without any further ado, the current Global Force Wrestling Next Gen Champion, the best wrestler to never win the, the TNA X Division title, the former 0-1 junior heavyweight champion, he is Sanjay Dutt. Enjoy. Free your mind. Free your mind. Free The original player from the Himalaya, which I love, could be one of the most unique nicknames in the history of wrestling. He's a former TNA superstar. He's a current Global Force wrestling superstar. He is the one and only Sanjay Dutt. Thank you so much for joining the two-man power trip of wrestling. Oh, thank you guys. Appreciate you having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. And I'll tell you what, I mean, John and I, we always like to kind of pass the ping pong back and forth and talk about guys' careers and all the things that they've done, and you have done so much, and you've traveled to so many awesome places, but it's kind of hard to not kind of talk about what you just did, and you came from wrestling at the first ever pro wrestling show in the Republic of Myanmar, and I find that fascinating, and what was that like for you to be in a place that never had live pro wrestling before, but also be the first pro wrestling It is a hell Sorry, there's a. There, I'm right next to an airport, a little little regional airport. You, you hear that hel- helicopter? Okay, it's fast now. You guys can hear me now. <laughs> that was awesome. I thought that was like a really cool response to what you thought about me and Mar. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So yeah, me and Mar was awesome, man. Um, so so it's not the first time I've actually like done live pro wrestling in, in a country, I guess, for the first time. So uh, it, it was um, it was an experience, man. It was really was an experience. And before I left, I, I, I was you know, kind of reading up on Myanmar. I, I, I've known of the country Burma, uh, but I'd never, right. never had heard Myanmar. But then I, you know, I, I, I realized that the, there was a little name change. So, okay, I said, okay, I'm a little more familiar with things. And I figured out that they just opened up the country to tourism a couple of years ago. 
They just had their first Democratic election in over 100 years, and uh, I guess they just won pro, pro wrestling, of all things. So uh, it was it was awesome. It was a really crazy, crazy cool experience. I love uh, – I just love traveling, man, and, and going to these wacky, random places that uh, that, that – People that don't know pro wrestling, kind of, kind of sharing pro wrestling for the first time with people, and and uh, you know a different form of entertainment that these people probably have no clue about. Uh, that, that's that's the cool thing because when you walk away from from the, these these type of events, uh, you know that you you know you've really left a, a mark and and you've uh, you know created this uh, this new interest in these people and something that they just knew nothing about you know prior to you being there. Yeah, that is, that's so awesome, and that's really that's the reach of not just what professional wrestling does, but that's just the reach of entertainment. Period. That you can really reach out totally. and touch somebody directly. But what was the crowd like? Did it take them a few minutes to get warmed up to the live environment? It, it, it was it was so weird because I went into. I mean, I didn't know what to expect, but but when I go into these situations, like I kind of, um, I always I always keep the the kiss motto. Uh, alive you know keep it simple stupid so i just uh i kind of was keeping that motto uh, alive but after the first match i realized man you know that that we can kind of put that to the wayside and get creative and 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 really have fun out there because they took to it from from the jump man that's that first match first match was a um it was a three-way and uh these guys went out there and uh, you know, the kind of uh, the three-way match uh, structure that I guess in the States fans are used to, but to them it was something new. And so they, I thought that some stuff would go over their heads, but it didn't. They they were with everything. They got it. They reacted when you wanted them to react. Uh, it took them a little while to understand the, the heel fa- baby face concept, but uh, they just were were enthralled and in love and wanting just action, action, action. And not even in the yeah, that's awesome. And some of the pictures that you posted on your Twitter are just fantastic to see. It was a really cool looking crowd. It was a really cool looking ring environment. But some of the other cool things that I thought was that were really unique was your take about really your you know, the tourist side of you being there. And what'd you think about walking the streets and kinda of getting the vibe of the uh, the culture of the people? Oh my god, I loved it. I I'm I'm such a I'm such a big fan and of that type of stuff. Uh I, I love pro wrestling but um, the, the places that it takes me kind of, I love more, you know, and, and, uh, when I was young and I started traveling internationally, I was, uh, you know, kind of young and naive and I just really, that, that, that type of stuff really didn't interest me. And, and the older I got, the more mature I got. And I realized, you know what, this is, you get one life to live and, and you've got to take uh, full advantage of it. And then if you're given these opportunities, you know, God's been gracious enough to give you these opportunities to go to these places that you've never been, you've got to get out there. You've got to see it. You've got to soak it in. You've got to live with them out there. And that's what I did, man. I, I, I was walking the streets for, for half a day. I, I took a cab, and I, and I went to uh, one of the most sacred and uh, oldest Buddhist shrines in the world. It's uh, the Shwedagon Pagoda. And it was cool, man. It was awesome. I, I, I tried to share as many pictures as I could online. It's uh, really breathtaking. You know, it's a different culture. Uh, it's it's co- quite similar for me uh, walking the streets of India. Um, but it, but it was awesome, man. I, I, uh, if, if you ever get it, and, and the funny thing was, I saw so many, uh, Westerners there, uh, you know, just uh, as tourists. So I feel that it's, uh, tourism really, really booming over there. And so if you ever do get the chance, uh, I do recommend you, you stopping by Myanmar. Now you have wrestled all over the world 
and you've been everywhere. I mean, the Amor is talking about Jesus uh, for wrestling. It's yeah. Crazy. But I remember a couple of years ago with Ring King, I guess a kind of a, a part of TNA with, with Jeff Jarrett kind of in charge of it. What was that whole experience like? And what was it like, you know, being a big part of that Indian tour? Wow. Uh, Ring King was um, awesome. Awesome experience. It, it was uh, quite pivotal in my career just because, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of duties that uh, encompassed uh, backstage and, and on the production side and the creative side. And uh, I, I really learned a, a complete new, completely new side to pro wrestling that I didn't know before. I wasn't just a talent. So um, that was kind of the catalyst for uh, stuff that I'm doing now. So in, in that regard, it was it was a really great experience. Um, but just being it, it, being able to that was actually the first time I got to wrestle in India, which you know uh, my family's from India and you know I have so much history there. So it was so special to be able to wrestle not only in India but you know have this have this TV show air across the country. And uh, you know our first episode did like I don't know eighteen nineteen million viewers across the country. So. Um, to know that it had that type of reach across India was, was amazing. Uh, and, and, and just, uh, you know, being in tune with the culture, I had been there, you know, before for appearances and, and stuff like that, but I never got to actually wrestle. Um, one, one of those life, one of those, um, life experiences that you, that you never forget. What actually ended up happening with thing that it, it because like you said, 18, 19 million people were watching it. Do you know what happened on like the, the business side of it? Well, uh, we we were contracted initially for, for one season, and, and we did one season, which was tw- we did 26 episodes. And actually the cool thing about uh, Ring of King is it was two episodes, two brand-new episodes a week. So you'd have a new episode Friday night, and then that would build to Saturday night. And then Saturday night would build to next Friday night. So it was it was, it was cool, man. It was 26 episodes. Um we just didn't get picked up for season two. I, I think the network, uh, they were kind of, uh, you know, trying to go with the idea that MMA would be something big in, in India. And uh, soon after we got done with season one, they had signed a contract with this MMA group. And uh, I don't know the exact reason or the details. I'm always speculating here, but I think that uh, they wanted to put all their eggs in the MMA basket. Hmm. Interesting choice by them. And, Obviously, you know, we mentioned Jeff Jarrett and working with him, but what was he like? Was he a mentor to you when you were over there kind of teaching you the business side of things? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, you know, I, I, I said it in an interview a couple weeks ago, you know, I, I do consider him a mentor now to this day. Um, I've, I've learned uh, a ton of stuff from him that, uh, you know, nobody nobody ever took the time to teach me. And um, it, it was a great experience working with him uh, at Rinka King. You know, he, he saw a different side of me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I saw a different side of him and it was cool. So, and then now we're doing, uh, now we're doing global force. Yes. With global force, you're actually currently the, the next gen champion. And it seems like things are going well with global force, but what's next on the horizon? What's the next step to get global force out there even more? You know, I I think the, the, the number one question I get asked about global force is, is, uh, and I'm sure, it's probably uh, the next question you're going to ask me is, is when are we going to see it on TV? And I, and I think that um, that is uh, that, that's that's the next step. That's the next step. Um, what what I've learned is uh, trying to get 52 weeks of brand new television content on a, on a major cable network is is not the easiest thing or um, 
the uh, quickest quickest thing to do. So, um, but that is the next step for Global Force. You know, 2016 is uh, we've just started this year. We've made uh, we've made quite quite some leeway already in the, in those regards. Um, so I think that uh, you know the further along we get here in this year. Uh, the more announcements we're going to be able to make, and uh, you know, hopefully sooner than later we can we can get uh, our content on television and really show uh, the wrestling fans, uh, you know, how we're trying to be different and, and what type of uh, you know program we're trying to present. Yes, Amp TV is you know like the the name of, of the uh, prospective TV show. But do you think besides the obvious, you know, on TV, do you think maybe? Jeff or maybe, you know, the higher ups in, in Global Force would even think about doing some sort of streaming? You know, I think uh, you know, initially we we've discussed and it's still still those discussions are on the table. You know, we've we've discussed all all digital pl- platforms, uh, you know, uh, enter- uh, technology and entertainment, uh, you know, they're ever evolving and you know, some stuff that was around a year ago isn't around now and uh stuff comes and it stuff comes and goes and uh we're trying to figure out you know what the best route is to uh showcase global force whether it be on uh cable television whether it be through a digital uh your streaming services your netflix any any of those options are, are absolutely 100 percent uh on the table you know it was cool uh recently well somewhat recently with global force they kind of did a little old school thing and they did those stadium tours did you enjoy kind of hitting all those stadiums and doing it old school style yeah i loved them man uh they're they're just so different from your your regular arena setting and your regular arena shows and I, honestly on, on a summer day and uh what's better than sitting uh, in a ballpark watching pro wrestling it, it's uh it's a cool it's a cool atmosphere it's a cool environment uh, we got a lot of families. We got a lot of kids coming around, and um, there's some there's a nostalgia factor to that as well. And you know, at, at all of our ballpark shows, we, we you know we had a uh, we had a legend of pro wrestling coming and signing, and uh, it was a good time uh, across the board. That was cool too. You had the legends there, you know, the signing, and kind of brought a few more people to the park. And stuff. So it's very cool. And the roster is what kind of you know. First things first, you know, you see like all these other leagues, like this guy and that guy, and you're like, wow, Global Force has a lot of under the radar great talent, like a Jigsaw or even a guy you wrestled, uh, Sonata, who's, you know, was in TNA and everyone kind of knew him from there, but kind of under the radar. Do you think that Global Force is kind of the, I guess you could just say underrated wrestling league out there where they have so much talent out there that people might not know? Well, I, I think that the the name of the game on any kind of uh, startup pro wrestling company is uh, you know getting the word out there, that, you know, getting people to know that you exist, and and then and then you really can uh, showcase um, your talent, which uh, at the end of the day is is the number one thing that that uh, sells a pro wrestling company is your talent, and what we're trying to do is uh, showcase a, a a different batch of guys out there that you may not have heard of. And that was kind of that was the type of thing that we were kind of doing on our on our on our baseball shows. You know, we'd go to these towns, and you know, you had your uh, you had your regular wrestlers. I, I don't want to say regular, but I mean your your wrestlers that um, the majority of the fans uh, were familiar with. But you know, we we were trying to find that diamond in the rough in in all these little towns, which there are. Independent wrestling is is um, 
crazy thriving across the uh, country and, and our and our goal is to just find out those uh those stars that are regional that uh, nobody knows about and try to put them on a bigger stage definitely and then you've got uh, some big names you work with too that were in WV for quite a while obviously uh, pj black would be one of them uh formerly justin gabriel and then uh, matt seidel formerly evan Bourne. so what was it like working with guys like that it, it was cool. It, 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 just to mix, uh, you know, the established guys with the new guys, and I think that uh, helps everybody across the board, um, especially those uh, diamonds in the rough that uh, get the get the opportunity and chance to to work with a, an experienced talent. Do you think for the next step for Global Force that maybe pay per view, or maybe since pay per view is kind of a dying market, but almost eye-pay-per-view or maybe some big tentpole, flagpole shows. Do you think that's kind of the next step that you think that uh, they should be headed? Uh, I, I think that, uh, first off, I want to say I don't think pay-per-view is a dying medium at all. I think people say that and they're, they're crazy. Um, I think if people, if you, if you, if you put something that uh, people want to watch, they will. And uh, 4 million buys for um, uh, Holyfield and Pacquiao last, last year, that'll tell you that it's not a dying market, but I think that for for us it's it's uh it's it's taking the right steps in the right order and uh to to do something like that we've we've got to have a, a television outlet to let people know about it. Um so if you jump down if you jump the gun and you go down that route uh you've got to have some type of way to let the masses know that it exists and uh the number one outlet for that is television. Definitely, and it definitely seems like some big boxing shows and some big uh, UFC events or something of that nature, maybe MMA, definitely draw well, but I guess since the WWE has kind of went with the WWE Network and wrestling isn't quite drawing on pay-per-views as much, but you could also say that maybe there hasn't been uh, big enough talent or, or big enough matches you know, that you could probably well, you know what? If there's, if there's, yeah, if there's something, if there's something that that is 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 so interesting and it's uh, it hits a nerve with people. People are going to buy it. People are going to watch it, and uh, and you know they're going to go out of their way to do it. So uh, it's just a, it's just it's hard to create that uh, that type of environment, that type of matchup, it, especially in wrestling where it's it's so fast moving, and you know especially with WWE where you've got. Uh, I don't know, like seven hours of original content per week, and then you've got this uh, pay per view. It's 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 just it's a hard it's a hard uh, it's a hard thing to do. That's definitely true. And you know, speaking of WWE, I, I had to ask you this because I know you wrestled in Ring of Honor, and, and you kind of you know you knew him pretty well. And that was Daniel Bryan, aka Bryan Danielson. So, what was your thoughts when he retired? It, it was like you know something that hit home or hit hard with you. Well, I, I think the the number one thing coming from from that was, uh, and, and I think that it should have um, hit every wrestler watching that is uh, if if his brain is is supposedly like that, then uh, who knows how many other wrestlers are in that same situation? You know, it's just that uh, we just don't get checked. <laughs> we just not just kind of checked out and gone through the the rigorous testing that he has, but. Uh, yeah, it did. It, uh, it was uh, it was obviously sad that somebody somebody so talented, so young, would be forced to retire. But uh, I guess uh, you know who knows if uh, me or the next guy went through the same testing. If uh, you don't find the same things in our brain, which is scary to think. Hmm. I was going to say, are you scared or skeptical at all? Thinking because you're you know you're about the same age with him, been wrestling about the same amount of time with him, you took just as many risks. 
Does it ever cross yep. your mind, like, oh man, I need to get tested? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's it's definitely in the back of your mind where, wow, you know, maybe I need to to get tested. Maybe I need to see what's uh, best for me and in in uh, in my career. Um, but uh, it, it's just tough. It's tough because at the same time, you know, wrestlers have that mentality to go, 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 and he did too for 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 a while um, until I guess you know he 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 told himself that this is as far as he could go. Definitely. And now, if I go from you know the more serious Dana Bryan talk to somewhat of, of a more lighter topic, and that was something that I had to ask you because it was so funny. And this was about ten years ago. The TNA X Division. You got Kevin Nash doing the the paparazzi challenge series and doing all that stuff. And then it's you and Jay Lethal doing some of the funniest things. You know, some of the funniest things you could do on TV because he's playing like the jokey guy. You're more the straight man. He's doing the uh, Macho Man. You're doing like the Diesel, the Oz, the Vinny Vegas. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> did, was you awesome. like, you know, did you really love doing that? Because that was so funny. I loved back at it. Oh my God, it was great. I loved it. It was, uh, and I, I think the best part about it was that, uh, you know, they they stuck a camera in front of us and they said, okay, you know, do your thing. There was uh, no script. There was, um, there's nobody sitting there to think of funny lines. It was just us. Uh, Putting putting a camera in front of us and saying, "All right, let loose, guys, and and, and see what we come up with." And um, I always say that they need to they need to release the uh, never before seen uh, footage on DVD because there's endless hours that never made it to television. What was your favorite part of that? Like, what's your favorite thing? Is it joking around with Nash? Is it kind of just you know kind of making fun of Nash a little bit? Yeah, I think it was the, the whole the whole thing and. Um, and you know, for, for a good amount of weeks, you know, that's all we did. <laughs> we just, we never wrestled. We had no matches on television. We just, uh, every week at TV, it was, uh, all right, you guys got to stay after the tapings and, and goof off with Kevin Nash for a couple hours. So, um, you can't go wrong with that. And then obviously working with Jay Lethal, who, you know, very, very well. What's it like not only teaming with him, doing those jokey stuff, but wrestling with him as well? Because he is really an underrated great talent. And I think finally now with Ring of Honor as being the world champion, he's finally getting his just due. No, he's he's the best. Uh, Jay's my Jay's my best friend in life, and um, I just uh, I can't be happy more happy than than for his success and what what he's doing now with Ring of Honor, and um, you know. Showing the world, uh, you know, something that I've known for a long time that that uh, he is that good. Definitely, and you know, he's a former X Division champ, but you're not, and that's very strange to a lot of people because it's like uh, you're basically the best guy never to win the X Division title, and it's very strange. Does that ever, you know, cross your mind? Like, how come I wasn't giving the ball a little bit and run with it? You know I what? I so never, I, yeah, I never really even, I ne- that I never even realized that fact until. Um, like a couple, you know, a few years ago when I when I would would come back randomly to TNA, TNA and they would say it in commentary, and then it hit me. I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> I just I never did. Um, I you know I I just uh I, I never really thought about it. Um, it's never really affected me. Um, that type of that type of stuff, I guess, hasn't uh, been the most important thing for me through my career. Um, uh, I've got to give thanks for a lot of other things though. Well, you're definitely the best wrestler to never have won the exhibition title, which is kind of Thank crazy to think about it, you know, with all your accomplishments and how good you were. But I just wanted to ask about 
the guru gimmick, you know, real quick, because I just thought that was so funny at the time. But then you think about it, like, is this a little bit racy or not? Did you mind doing that, that you know, that, that guru, quote-unquote, gimmick? Uh, no, I, I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, the, the first rendition or uh, explanation that was given to me, uh, I wasn't a fan of. But uh, what we actually ended up doing on television, I was I was just fine with. And, you know, it morphed into, uh, you know, and, 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 and there were so many, uh, there was so much more they could have done with it. But, uh, you know, it kind of morphed into this con man where I was, uh, I, I was uh, spouting all these, uh, foundations and getting these donations and whatnot. So at the end of the day, I was a con man, which which was fine by which was fine by me. I just uh, I felt there was so much more that could have been done with it, though. Yeah, without a doubt. And of course, you know the guru is uh, is definitely and it's kind of looked upon not only with what you did, but you know, unfortunately, around the same time, the movie uh, didn't really do it justice. So I think you're the only guru that we can really uh, turn to. But you know, really quick before we let you go, because I know we're pressed for time and we're sure. going to. Talk sure. about the big event that's coming up this Saturday at Collector's World in Annandale, Virginia, where Sanjay Dub will be signing autographs as part of a pretty interesting cosplay all-day event at Collector's World, where they're going to have all their comics at 50% off. And if you come in dressed up like any kind of comic book character, they're going to give you some kind of special prize. And it's pretty awesome. interesting. So you can go to collectorsworldva.com for that. But before we let you go, I just really want to ask this kind of a generic thing, but you know, if you think about your favorites, you think about some of the, the matches that you've had in your career, is there anything that you could really pinpoint as a actual cliche favorite match of your you know long career you've had thus far? Jeez. Um, first off, I want to say I, I'm, I'm real excited to, to be there Saturday. It's in Annandale. I grew up in Fairfax, Virginia, so I uh, – uh, specifically Burke, Virginia. Uh, so I'm a Virginia guy for forever, um, probably stay here till I die, but – uh, yeah, so that's really cool to, to to be so close to home, and I still live in Northern Virginia and stuff. So it's, I'm I'm excited to to get down there and um, see all the Virginia wrestling fans. And, and, and uh, coincidentally, there's a there's a brand new promotion in Northern Virginia, Nova Pro Wrestling, and uh, they've got an event on March 20th in Springfield, Virginia, which uh, I'm going to be at. So if anybody's coming down to Annandale for for the for the big signing on Saturday, uh, come see me and ask me all the details for the Nova Pro Wrestling show on uh, March 20th in Springfield. Um, as far as favorites, man, um, I, I don't, I don't, I'm never a favorite. I don't really have favorite foods and none of that. Um, one match that does stick out in my mind is, uh, and me and M dog 20 at cage of death six in CZW, uh, gosh, 10 years ago, maybe. Um, we had a really, really, uh, exciting man. It was so much stuff involved in that. It was a lot of emotion and stuff. It was, it was a really, really cool, cool one, and that 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 really does stand out. So if anybody's uh, never hasn't seen it, uh, me and M Dog Twenty Falls Can Anywhere, uh, Cage of That Six. Awesome, yeah, very nice. It's so it's cliche, but it's always fun to ask because you never know if you're going to get the uh, you know the answer of uh, you know the match that everybody's heard about or something like that, where maybe it's something you want to go seek out and actually check out and see, but, you know, getting back to Collector's World really fast, I, I think, you know, if you could pick a favorite comic book character and tell somebody you got 50% off, come dressed as a comic book character, who would be your choice? You know what? I'm the wrong guy to ask. I have not, <laughs> I don't have an ounce of knowledge as far as comic books go. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you anything about, I know there's Batman, I know there's Superman exists, and that's the uh, extent of my knowledge. Awesome. Well, that's cool, but if you can... Please so yeah, dress up that, dress other... up like them. Yeah, 
Yeah, dress up like them. Dress up like Batman. Or, Come on, get 50% off. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, if you can, please throw out any place that the uh, the fans in the two-man power trip of wrestling, the listeners, can find Sanjay Dutt on social media and anywhere else that you'll be appearing. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Sanjay Dutterson. And Facebook, uh, I guess just, uh, I don't know how that works, just put in Sanjay Dutt. Um, I think there, uh, there are probably some some fakes, but uh, you, you'll, you'll find out the real one real quick. Uh, then that's about it, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I just want to let everybody know, come on down Saturday, 11 to 1. I'll be there uh, all day, 50% off, dress up like Superman. And uh, all the Northern Virginia fans that, that are that are coming uh, to the thing in Annandale on Saturday, uh, come see me. I'm going to have merchandise. I'm going to have photo ops. I'll have the belt, GFW Next Gen belt, and uh, ask me about the Nova Pro uh, event on March 20th in Springfield. Awesome. Very cool. And if you find that fake Facebook profile where it, it lists your interest as comic books, Superman, and Batman, we know that was fake. <laughs> that's, def- yeah, that's, definitely, yeah, that's definitely not the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is where I, I'll cut to.